news for a Waffle Butt Media podcast. What's poppin', Schweg Nation? Welcome to this episode of the Schwegcast. I'm your host, like always, Sam Schwegler, and if you haven't already, please subscribe to this podcast podcast on iTunes or wherever you get your podcast from. Also, please write a review on iTunes. Those reviews really help the show and uh, we love you for it. And also, if you have any questions, you can uh, drop into our DMs on Twitter uh, at the Schwedcast. And uh, you can also email us if you're a little more formal, uh, theschwedcast at gmail.com. And uh, yeah, just keep up with everything we're doing. You can follow me on the Twitter and Instagram also as well. I am at Sam Schwegler, and uh, it's pretty easy from there. If you don't know how to spell Schwegler, it's pretty easy to find me on there. Also, check out more podcasts on Waffle Butt Media, such as Bruising the Boys, a Dallas Cowboys podcast, and they're actually doing live streams and live podcasts right after each uh, game. And so if you are into football, even if you're not a big Cowboys fan and you just love football, you would definitely love that podcast and also you got america the podcast i think it was on two episodes ago Uh, it's a political show out there where they really get to the root of the issues that are going on in america today on the show i got james aka sierra cassidy to talk about like what she's been up to she just recently moved to nashville and so we really get to vibe on like what her experiences were moving into town and also many 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 other things as well and so You're going to really like that episode. We even talk about Drake and Frank Ocean. We geeked out about Frank Ocean a lot when we recorded this episode, and so I was really happy. I'm always down to talk about Frank Ocean. Also, so I want to get a little serious, and so I I did have this whole spiel about like the NFL thing planned for what I was going to talk about today and how it relates to being an entertainer, but I feel like more recent news has come up that I do want to talk about a little bit. First, let's talk about Las Vegas. It's really tragic, the worst mass shooting we've ever seen, and, you know, thoughts and prayers are great and all, and, you know, I I mean, I pray and I like to think about it and I meditate and everything, but you were given an ability to do something about it, and so do whatever you can. Donate blood get some money down there, just help out these people so much, as much as you can. And also call your governor, senators. We do need gun control, not a ban on guns altogether, but we do need some gun control, at least the same amount as we do have on free speech. The worst thing about this entire situation, or not besides the people dying, disregarding that, is the situation it started out in. All this was was people going to a concert they went to this concert to have fun to kick back and some of them maybe even traveled out of town you know just enjoying a nice vacation in vegas and so that's what really tragic and i can't imagine what jason aldean is thinking through this i would feel so terrible and i'd feel so guilty if this happened when i was playing a show and i imagine thousands of other musicians out there feel the same way and you know it's awful people go to these concerts to have fun and it's a mess that this stuff has to happen at something that's supposed to be fun and enjoyable for everyone involved. And, you know, I remember when I saw bleachers a couple weeks ago, you know, they had to, you know, they always check security, you know, make sure you're not carrying anything dangerous. in. you know, I hear, always hear a lot of people always complaining about having to do that. But that point, like you want to have a good time and you want to be safe. You want everyone to be safe at these concerts. And so just Let's start a conversation. Let's not make points. Let's start a conversation about this. Also, more tragic news. Um, Last night, today, I'm recording this Tuesday morning. 
the day before I released the episode, we just found out Tom Petty died. He was brain damaged last night, so he wasn't dead, and it was kind of too soon. People were calling out that he was dead, but he is dead. But, man, we lost a legend. Like, Tom Petty, by far, you don't find anyone who ever said, like, ah, oh, I don't like Tom Petty. Everyone likes Tom Petty. He's just, his music is just that good. It's a just neutral music, and it was just fun. It's like fun music, you know, you got free falling, it's deep, and everything, and it's hard to say that Tom Petty didn't inspire me for everything I did. He made me feel a little bit more comfortable with, you know, who I am as a person, you know. He did Lucky on King of the Hill, one of my, you know, one of my favorite shows uh, of, like, you know, those cartoon adult variety, and, you know, he's just kind of like this country boy, you know, he's from Florida, I'm from Kansas. You know, he makes you, like, think believe in yourself a little bit more and his music's inspiring the lyrics are phenomenal we just lost someone great so let's keep tom petty his family and you know let's keep listening to his music let's keep his legacy going for how great of a musician he is also i want to now bring it up a little bit you know the Schwedcast is sponsored by lyft the free lyft app gets man that was a really bad segue the free lyft app gets users a ride in minutes on demand 24 7 for less than the cost of a cab when you use promo code Schwedcast when signing up you can get a 50 dollars ride credit towards your first few rides and uh, it's great i love using lyft anytime i have to go downtown nashville i always take a lyft i avoid any other ride sharing apps there's plenty more than just the one bad one i'm pointing out but Lyft is so phenomenal and I love it even and even why even more better I love companies that actually want their employees to enjoy their jobs and that is really what Lyft is all about and so that's why you see 9 out of 10 Lyft drivers get a 5 star like every ride they're given I can't imagine any time that would have ridden a Lyft that I've given a driver less than five stars like i've always given five stars and always give a compliment they're always so such in a good mood and they're always so great and they're great people to ride with i always make an effort to actually sit in the front seat so i can actually talk to them a little bit for when i like to ask and so choose lift you know promo code schwegcast we also have in the description for those of you who can't spell schweg and uh you know get the first few rides try out lift for a little bit this episode's also sponsored by DistroKid. DistroKid is the service that gets your music out to multiple online retailers and saves you the hassle. They get your music on all the major platforms such as iTunes, Spotify, Apple Music, Tidal, and many more. This is great for original music and also covers. DistroKid gets your license you need for those covers. DistroKid is what I use to distribute my music, and I can personally say how great they are and that I actually use the product. It only costs $20 a year, and you keep 100% of your earnings. You can even upgrade to bigger plans like I'm doing, and it's even better. You get even more features, and it's even more phenomenal than their basic plan, and their basic plan is already great as is. You can get a 7% discount off your first year by going to distrokid.com slash VIP slash webcast. That's distrokid.com slash VIP slash webcast. And for those of you who didn't write it down, I put the link in the description. And so if you want to sign up for DistroKid, really appreciate it. If you go to that link, we want to know that our listeners are using DistroKid because I I love it and you're going to love it too. And so now let's get to our episode. I'm sorry. I've been, been like really sad throughout this thing about Vegas and Tom Petty, but let's get to our episode with, uh, James And uh, like always, stay awesome and be awesome to people.
worked all day today. Oh, yeah. That's uh, the day job struggle. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That goes it's along like, with it. It's like, um, but people are like, someone told me once that they're just like, oh, sounds like you're making it. And I'm like, no, this isn't This isn't making it. Working a day job isn't yeah. making it. Trying to stay alive barely. Exactly. <laughs> is not. Trying mm, to have food. <laughs> yeah, trying to eat. Definitely. Proper amounts of meals mm-hmm. a day. Um, I've been trying to like eat better and so i've been going on like a keto trying to go on a keto diet you know what that is no it's like so it's still yeah so people people are done with it and don't Mm -hmm. do it right so what it is it's like a high fats diet okay because fats aren't bad for you right uh sugar processed sugar Mm -hmm. is that is bad for you carbs aren't bad for you but that's what like stores and makes you fat right (laughs) so it's like that's why you don't eat bread and stuff like that for sure and so i've been like trying to work out meals and stuff like that so it's like you can't eat French fries anymore, Aww. so that's stuff. But then you can eat, like, bacon and stuff like that, and that's Interesting. fine. Interesting. But, yeah, you still have to count calories, and you still have to work out. So a lot of people think that they're just going to, like, lose weight. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they, I feel you. They diet correctly, but. I feel my, you. Yeah, no, you just can't. That sounds expensive, though. <laughs> it's Actually, it's not, because I think what happens was, is if you do more fats than carbs, it's, like, the, like, 300 calories of fats is, like, makes you more full than 300 calories of, like, carbs or whatever. Yeah, I have heard that. Mm-hmm. It's that theory. So, yeah, a lot of people are, yeah, a lot of people are done with it. But, that and then sense. you have, like, the people who are just like, I can't, I can't figure out why I'm not losing weight. And it's like they eat McDonald's every day or <laughs> This <something>. is true. <laughs> like, there are a lot of those. Yeah, a lot of those. And, um, yeah, so I'm, uh, yeah. So that's the, that's my str- everyday struggle. I feel, yeah. So yeah, I wish I could get to a point in my life where like my biggest struggle was actually keeping up with the Kardashians. Oh my God, I feel you. Do you, do you ever watch that show? You know, there was one point in time, I'm not going to lie, where I did watch a few episodes. It's addicting, but not religiously. Mm-hmm. I... You know, I like if I'm in like a bad mood or like I'm just not feeling good. It's so it's just like an easy show to watch. That's true. That's so true. So if you just like watch it in the background. Like, mm-hmm. So I find it like people take it seriously, and that's the yeah. main that's the main problem with it. And so if you just watch it like for fun, because it can be funny, and that's what definitely I I love about the show. One of the sisters is my favorite. I think it's Chloe, but I can't remember. Mm-hmm. She's the really like dry humor calls mm-hmm. it as it is. Yeah, mm-hmm. I know. Courtney cracks me up because she has like this monotone. Yeah. Because she's always so monotone and like it's like, yeah, me and Scott are. Totally. Maybe it's her that's my favorite. <laughs> I can't so, remember. Like, she and she has that like uh was the vocal fry. Yeah, yeah. And like <laughs> what you assume Californians like talk like. Definitely. Like Californian women. Yeah. And like just very bland. Mm-hmm. But but here's my favorite. Like the sisters are all great. I love them all. But my favorite. Uh, of all of them are their boyfriends. Yeah, for so sure. So you first have Scott Disick, who is just a legend in himself. Like, he doesn't really, like, they make fun of the Kardashians for not doing anything. Like, and that's, like, the whole point. And they're like, well, they do a lot of, like, business stuff. Like, Scott literally just does nothing. Yeah, like, this <laughs> is true. This like, is true. And so that. And then you have all the other boyfriends, like Lamar and mm-hmm. I think Corey, Chris's new boyfriend, I guess. I don't know. But he. he I can't keep up. But, but it's so funny because, like, their exterior, they kind of go on in social media. is yeah. like they're trying to be, like, really tough guys and stuff like that. And, like, Kanye, they're, like, yeah. trying to be tough guys. And then you see them on the show and they're, like, the most dorky people in the This end. is true. <laughs> and so that's my favorite. So I just watch it for the boyfriends. I just, you need a sticker that says that. I just watch it for the boyfriends. I watch it for their boyfriends and uh, watch the funny things they say. I feel yeah. Because no. people people talk about how Kanye is so, like— 
obsessed, like, is so weird and out there. Yeah. Really, he's just like a dorky dad. This is true. Mm-hmm. I believe it. <laughs> <laughs> Do you listen to Kanye West at all? A little bit. I like his older stuff a lot. The old Kanye. Yeah, of course. So the strip. This is the old Kanye. Mm-hmm. The, the thing I love... Because, like, I learned, like, history, because I'm a nerd and I read all this history of music stuff. It's, like, before Kanye, rap was, rap and hip-hop was all, like, guns and smoking and stuff like, and then, like, drugs and stuff like that. Kanye actually starts talking about, like, real everyday issues. Yeah, for sure. Mm Mm-hmm. People, yeah. always, people always talk about how Kanye is terrible, but... No. He is, he is a, he's ge- a genius, yeah. He is a genius. Yeah. People forget that he is a genius. Is Definitely. he God? No. Probably but is not. he a genius? Yes. Like, the way he works on music. Do you listen to a lot of hip-hop? Yeah. Actually, I really like hip-hop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, what do you... What's your go-to or... These days, I've been listening to a ton of Anderson Pac. Oh, he's good. Yeah. I really, mm-hmm. really like him. Grammy nominated Yeah. Anderson. Like, left and right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like I see his advertisements all the time for like PC based mixing computers. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I haven't seen that yet. I don't know. It's just my Facebook sponsors. Oh, I got gotcha. Just people trying to specifically target me. <laughs> yeah, it's for just sure. the everyday uh, targeting. Anderson Pox, great. You listen to Gambino? Yeah, for sure. Gambino. I've seen him live. He was Ooh. really, really fun. When, live. what period in his music did you? Because he has like, you can like, yeah. a period of. I saw him in 2015. I saw him at Bonnaroo, actually. Okay. Yeah. So he, it was like after the EP. I uh, think so. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm trying to remember what he was doing at that time. He had like a couple really big songs. Mm-hmm. And I think Sober. Yeah. That was one. He really made a switch with that EP when he released it. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. He's so. great. A little mm-hmm. less aggressive. Yeah. Because <laughs> he used to just like make... It was like his hip hop was like his raps were like kind of comedy. Yeah, at some point. definitely. And so, yeah. which I think with him, like he's, he's such a better singer than he is a rapper. He is a really good singer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, and that's why I like his new album a lot. Yeah. My first like go through with it, I was very like, this is kind of weird. And then mm-hmm. like the second time, I was like, okay, I dig it. <laughs> For sure. That happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, um, was it the guy who produces and plays guitar for him? Mm-hmm. He does like the music for New Girl. Okay. And he did it for Community, too. And I think that's how he oh, met nice. I didn't Donald. Oh, nice. I did that. So, okay. And so, like, yeah. And so, it was really, it's really funny to watch him, like, talk because he always talks about, it's like, yeah, I kind of have, like, a jazz rock background. And then when I started working with Donald, I started working with, like, hip-hop. Yeah. And that's interesting. R&B. But, yeah. You listen to Frank Ocean? Oh, I love Frank okay, Ocean. Okay, good. So, love we can be Frank we can Ocean. be friends. There we because go. Because that's all, because, uh I love Frank Ocean. And he's so, the... Like, Blonde, I loved Blonde. And so that, Me too. I just remember it was just like, you know, Channel Orange came out. I remember mm-hmm. I just graduated high school. Okay. So I don't know where you were at when Channel Orange. It's like it's like I the worst remember. thing. It's like, where were you when Channel Orange came out? I don't know. I want to say I was maybe a freshman in high school, sophomore, beginning okay. of high school, I think. What year did you graduate high school? 2015. 2015, okay. So, yeah. I, I might gradu- have been younger than that. I, I was know. 2012. Okay. In high school, so. Yeah, something like that. Because I remember I just graduated. I was, like, doing some touring, and then I remember oh, cool. I was, like, someone told me, he's, like, download the new uh, Frank Ocean, this Frank so Ocean good. album, and I do not regret that one no. oh my gosh. bit at all. That album is chock mm-hmm. full of good songs. It's so, yeah, because 
Well, like we're speaking like with like uh, periods of people's music because you have like Frank Ocean his mixtapes and then mm-hmm. Channel Orange and then there's like this gap of where's Frank Ocean? Yeah. <laughs> and at he the same does. time, no one knows where he is right now. True. It's I like, love that about Last him. time I heard Tokyo or London. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Interesting. Last time I heard, because I heard something he was supposed to do an interview with Zane Lowe. Okay. So I was long waiting that and then I just never heard anything. Huh. But you, so you're a big fan of Blonde? Yeah, Blonde grew on me. It mm-hmm. took a while. But I like, I feel like I like Blonde, like, as a collective album mm-hmm. better than Channel Orange. It's mm-hmm. maybe a bit more fluid, but Channel yeah. Orange has a lot of, like, really good songs on their own, like, if that makes sense. Yeah. It's just Like, solo. singable, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. more formatted for radio almost. Oh, yeah. Because remember, he just got off Def Jam. He, like, he somehow finished his contract. Yeah. He did that, uh, what was that, like, he did that weird 30-minute video thing that kind of as oh, an album. yeah, like a concept video. Yeah. 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 I can't remember what it was called. And he he released that without telling anyone too, right? Yeah. Wasn't he, that like yeah. a surprise? Yeah. And I just like, he's been releasing singles now too. Yeah, and that's so, so like, cool. I'm just like, because typically you see an artist when they promote, but Frank has no uh, social media presence at yeah. all. Or even like a physical presence yeah. at this point. At some, at some point, I don't even think he's a real person. I'm getting to that point <laughs> in my is life. True. Like, I like. Is he a hologram? Like maybe, maybe. Mm-hmm. Like who knows Frank Ocean? Like maybe it's just a, Kanye. Like it's just Kanye. <laughs> it's just Kanye. Because I remember because the last because then before the album, you know, before that there was for Blonde there was rumors going around that he's like he's gonna drop this week. It's gonna oh drop this yeah week. yeah yeah. And then don't get your hopes up. And then I remember a big announcement was going on that. Uh, Blonde was dropping. It was like this yeah. Friday, and then I remember I was like staying at my friend's. I was staying at my friend's house. I was at. I had to do a wedding or something like that, and uh, I just hear. I just hear. I'm like, all right. I woke up and I immediately got on my phone. Yeah, and I just like looked iTunes. Just like looked everywhere. Mm-hmm. I'm like, it's not here. Uh, like you disappoint me. What a disappointment. And then out of nowhere, it's just it's like, oh, Blonde available now. Crazy. Like, what? I love that he does that. Mm-hmm. Which I, I like. I don't know. Uh, he, he can do anything he wants at this point yeah. in his life. Uh, but, yeah, he, now he's just releasing singles, so we all know he's not dead. This is true. He just needs to, like, yeah. It's just now these one-song updates that yeah. I'm not dead, everyone. It's just like a check-in. Here's a song called I'm Chanel. Yeah, right? <laughs> he was like, I am not dead. <laughs> I love that. Mm-hmm. So, glad. <laughs> what What other things? Yeah, and then before that, he did... Life of Pablo, he did, mm-hmm. which I, I'm assuming, like, they could never get him in the studio, so they just, like, had him record on his, like, phone. Yeah. If you listen to the quality on Frank's track on Pablo. Oh, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so yeah, uh, have you been listening to anything else besides, like, hip-hop? Lately? Well, honestly, since moving to Nashville, mm-hmm. I kind of made a promise to myself that I wasn't going to be swindled by country. Mm-hmm. But I've been um, listening to a lot of more Americana, rootsy kind okay. of country. I've been yeah. really getting into Jamestown Revival lately. Yeah. yeah, I really like them, kind of more jam band-esque, mm-hmm. if you will. I know. The country here, scene here is so weird. It is because, weird. Because, like, you like it and you don't like it all at the same right. time. It's like there's, I see it is there's two sides of it. There's, like, yeah. the Broadway, mm-hmm. just makes some money. Country. Broke, yeah, bro yeah. country. And then there's, like actual good stuff like yeah. Chris Stapleton and then yeah. stuff like that. And so I always like you have to differentiate between the two. Definitely. Mm-hmm. It's hard to say you like country in any other part of the world without it being perceived as 
broke country. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, it's really it's really funny because, I mean, you probably just moved here and mm-hmm. you're not a country artist. No. And so, like, remember, like, some people, like, understand, like, the music scene in Nashville. Right. And a lot of other people don't. And so you see a lot of, like, are you trying to be a country singer? I'm like, no. All the time. What was it yeah. like when you moved here? Um, I just moved here three weeks ago. Oh, so, wow. yeah, it's basically basically still fresh. But, mm-hmm. yeah, I get a lot of... Um, a lot of comments about Taylor Swift mm-hmm. in and out. <laughs> like, she doesn't even live here. No, <laughs> That's no. the best part. Like, she doesn't even live here anymore. No, yeah, but I get a lot of, especially older people, oh, you're just like Taylor Swift. Are you going to be the next Taylor Swift? All this, <laughs> you know, which I'm pretty sure is the stock, like, thing to say to a blonde woman singer-songwriter <laughs> yeah. in her 20s. But but I, I don't say that, and I'm not trying to be negative when I say this, but if you go to, like, any open mic night here— yeah. All the girls sound like that. Like that's true. first, second album, Taylor Swift. Yeah, definitely. And so, which like, is good. Which I mean, is good. like, yeah, cool. Yeah, you can make a yeah. album that doesn't sound original. But <laughs> <laughs> at this point, maybe. I know, like some people. That's where I get like I, I mean, like I always want to work with like I work with more like pop music mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And so my idea is like I love to work with a country artist, but mm-hmm. I want them to like I want to actually make like a, a original New. sounding record. Yeah, definitely. Because you can hear a lot of this country music. It's the same thing over and over. And I remember talking, it was like, like the reason why people are like, are not liking country anymore is because they're not like experimenting and like moving in a new direction. Like they tried that with like the hip hop country, which I guess technically bro country now. Yeah. But like, which I mean, like, I don't know if it's working out, but at least they're trying something. That's That's true. That's true. Do you have an opinion on that? Um, I don't know much about the country scene, to be honest Mm -hmm. with you, but. For the most part, I agree. I, I've been trying to kind of keep quiet about my knowledge of country since moving down here, mm-hmm. since I feel like it's a whole different world that yeah. I don't really know much about. But hopefully I'll start to figure figure it out. Mm-hmm. Have yeah. you had to go on Broadway yet? or uh, I haven't had to go on Broadway. I um, had the misfortune of deciding that that was... Actually, this was, like, the third day that I had been here. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, this is, like, downtown. This is where the people who live in Nashville go. (laughs) Yeah, right? So I went downtown. I was actually with my mom, and we were sitting outside at a restaurant having lunch on the corner of this busy street, and we saw maybe 50 of those pedal tours, bachelorette (laughs) parties, just screaming, and Mm -hmm. we—it was very confusing. It was, like, a Sunday at— noon yeah so very very conflicting but yeah my because my what i want to do whenever i like get married or whatever Mm -hmm. like in like 10 years or whatever (laughs) i decide to do it or whenever (laughs) it happens (laughs) um like because you're they're always just like girls on those pedal taverns and they're always like Mm -hmm, exactly my i want to get just my like bachelor party we're all doing the pedal tavern (laughs) so so, you can have a sash too yeah we're gonna bachelor party and and so we're just gonna have really can and we're gonna be and we're just gonna put in like the reservations for like sam's like for sam's uh party or whatever and uh and so that way they think it's like okay there's probably a girl Mm -hmm. and so that was good because i have a good gender neutral uh surname that i Mm -hmm. go by and so there's like okay so just another like probably just like a bachelorette party or something like that nope just a group of dudes showing (laughs) up and getting ready for the paddle tavern you should do it (laughs) yeah well i'm i'm definitely doing for a loop yeah Yeah, we're we're I'm definitely <laughs> whoever's like planning my bachelor party. We're definitely doing that for sure because bachelor parties are super tricky. 
Yeah? Why is that? Because most guys think, okay, let's just get a stripper. And yeah, that's no true. one, we, no, we really don't want a stripper. <laughs> really, to be honest, like TV over glamorifies yeah. strippers. Like strippers don't look like that. <laughs> this is true. I believe that. <laughs> you, have you met any strippers? I don't think I've met any strippers. And the hard-hitting questions here on the Schwedcast today. I know. There we go. <laughs> mm-hmm. like, I, you- I don't think so. I really don't think so. There not to like, my knowledge. I mean, I might have, but not. No. Yeah, it's like I've heard a rumor about someone working at a strip club, but till I actually go there. Yeah. It's like yeah. Fair but enough. Where I went to college at, there was a strip club that I didn't go. FYI. All right, all right. And I, you For can the believe record. me, I wasn't there, and the party who did go, mm-hmm. who told me the story, will tell you that I was not there. <laughs> So they went to one in, it was like in the small town, like in Missouri. Mm-hmm. And so they, they said they went in and then they said there's a two drink minimum, but they don't serve alcohol there. Really? Yeah. That's and so it was bizarre. like 20 bucks to get in and a two drink minimum. They what? don't serve alcohol in. But they're like, but you guys can sneak it in if you want to. It's like, what? I don't understand the point of that. Alcohol? And so That's my friend weird. was like, yeah, I got a cranberry juice. Oh my God. <laughs> strip club. And they were just like, it was not That's good. so weird. Was, and I think they went on, like, a Friday night. So, yeah. Wow. Their premiere night, apparently. That's so, bizarre. I wonder if they had their liquor license taken away or something like that. I think like that's that. what it was. Yeah, for sure. Which I feel like, as a strip club, yeah, I'm too scared to go to a strip club. Yeah, it's definitely. Like, that's, I don't there, there's you. a me fear too. for me. For like, I, I don't know yeah. what I want to see. No interest. It's, like, horror stories. Definitely. But, uh, yeah, so... Quality conversation right now. Yeah, right. About How did we get club. here? How did we get here? The autobiography. <laughs> That's yeah. a good, like, memoir title. Yeah. How did we get here? So true. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, uh, like, let's go back to, like, Americana music. For sure. I remember you went to the big. I remember I had an Americana phase in mm-hmm. high school. Okay. Because we all had one. In, this is true, before yeah. I got I'm hitting a second wind right for now. For me, before I got mainstream. Yeah, It's like, of actually, course, once everyone course. was into it, I'm like, I'm not into this anymore. Of course. And so, yeah, I was big into the Avid Brothers. Mm-hmm. Like, their big one, 2007's Emotionalism. I don't, is that their album? Yeah. I don't know that one. It was, yeah, it's their best album. Okay. FYI. And then they keep. They're getting. I'm getting. They're getting to a point where I'm just like, it's not the music that's bad. It's their personalities. Because they did okay. some like. I was listening to their interview, like a recent interview, mm-hmm. and they're just like, "Yeah, we don't tour because we want to. We tour because we have to." And they act like it's such a pain. I'm like, how many artists like are like struggling to make like, it and like trying to really tour? Really want that life? I'm yeah. like, y'all need to like shut up. And their fans are so supportive enough to have a tour in the first place. Yeah, I was like. We're so supportive. Like, uh, yeah, we have to. Like, we'd rather be with our kids, but, you know, we have to tour. We have to make music, you know. Huh. Act like it was, That's like, bizarre. such a... Which I'm not saying, like, touring is easy or anything. Right. But, like, when it's you're in, like, a way. successful band that you're, like, at least, like, getting close to selling yeah. at your venues, like, you really shouldn't have any room to complain right. about, like, touring too much. Because, like, you... Because the biggest struggle is, like, you know, is, like, what are you going to eat? Mm-hmm. Like, hotel stays and stuff like that. Right. And once that's taken care of, it's just, like, a job. Like, yeah. you may, like, miss your family. That's the worst part. Yeah. So, yeah, do you have an opinion on this statement? On <laughs> this statement. No, I agree with you. Um, yeah, it's kind of, I wonder why they're saying they feel the need they have to, if it's just the demand of their fans or mm-hmm. if it's, them saying they actually need to for cost of living, which I kind of doubt. Yeah, 
at oh. this point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But who knows? I mean, they're selling albums. And, uh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, they're, um, I mean, they're, I mean, they're doing fine. Yeah. There's still these, uh, post hipsters. Yes, this is true. Non, well, I guess non hipsters who yeah. don't think bands are cool because they already made it. <laughs> true. I'll tell you something about music before that. Do you, is there any bands you've listened to like before they got famous? Like you were like a fan of them? I, I think those days for me, I had like a strong streak of that probably when I was 14. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And then, like, I don't know. I loved all the, like, indie rock, indie pop bands mm-hmm. when I was, like, 14, 15. Like, I'm trying to think maybe um, Fun was a huge one. See, yeah. See, this, that's guys. what I was going to talk about because I was into Fun, like, in their first album came yeah. out. Yeah, Foster the People, that's mm-hmm. another one. Yeah. Because I listened to, okay, so I, the Fun's lead singer, Nate Roos, mm-hmm. he was in a band called The Format. Okay. Before fun. So I was a fan of the format, you know, back in the emo days. Oh, gotcha. So, like, yeah. And so <laughs> that happened, and then he started a new band yeah. with the, you know, these other guys, Jack Antonoff and Andrew Dost. Okay. And so they did that, and then their second album, I'm like, oh, they're working on a new album. That's so mm-hmm. cool. And then everyone starts listening. was like, what how happens? did you hear this? Yeah. I know it's like when people, like, when you listen to a band that you think no one else listens to, you're like, when did you hear this artist? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Definitely. That, that hit me hard back then, I think. Yeah. And now, like, literally since 2012, like, pop music has just gotten so much better. Oh, yeah. Since, like, I think they were, like, the landmark for, like, this. We're in a good renaissance of pop music oh, right yeah, now. Oh, yeah, definitely. Like, I totally you don't see agree. a lot of rock bands on the charts. You don't see and in, in, in the States, yeah. Mm-hmm. But, like, and then, like, our, these R&B, hip-hop, they're making more. Mm-hmm. They're getting more mainstream, too. So it's yeah. like, so you can consider that pop. Definitely. So if you consider popular, if it's popular music, it's pop. Mm-hmm. So yeah, they started, because now Jack, they're the one of the guitarists in the band, mm-hmm. now Bleachers. Oh, yeah, that mm-hmm. band, too. Yeah. Well, I just saw, uh, was it last? Yeah, it was last two oh, weeks I ago. I heard about them. Yeah, they mm-hmm. were coming to Nashville, right? Marathon Music Works, yeah. Nice. It was a good show. Yeah, they're really good. Mm hmm. And so, yeah, now, and he's producing, he produced Lord's new album. Oh, my gosh. He's working I on the upcoming. I love that album. Oh, yeah. He's yeah. working on the upcoming St. Vincent. Vincent. St. Vincent. Vincent. Yeah, I got you. And uh, Carly Rae Jepsen album. Oh, interesting. So, She's making a comeback. Oh, yeah, no. Like, so, was it, she had the Call Me Maybe album, mm-hmm. which is, like, regular pop. She released another one, um, can't remember what, Emotion. The oh, album is great. Really? Yes. Okay, I'm going to check so it out. It's very, Emotion. she's a very underrated artist. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm going to so have to check her if you're out. Because she has like this 80s style. Now Jack's working with her. Oh, cool. And so that album is going to be. That's awesome. I'm saying it right now, folks. The new Carly Rae Jepsen album is already good <laughs> before it's even released. And what else did he work on? Apparently he did uh, Look What You Made Me Do by Taylor Swift, according to Wikipedia. Okay. Which is weird because I didn't, doesn't sound like something he would work on. Mm-hmm. So. Who knows? So who knows? Maybe the Wikipedia page is wrong. This and he didn't mention that he was because I was listening to an interview. And someone asked him, "Was like, are you working with Taylor Swift?" And he's like, "Actually, we haven't talked about it." And I was like, "Oh, huh." So maybe he just lied to me on to you, <laughs> right to your <laughs> to, face, right to my face <laughs> on an interview. So fun yeah. was the one you listened to before they got famous. Yeah, other bands like that. I'm trying to think. Um, like Vampire Weekend, mm-hmm. I loved before. I mean, they never really. They never really got too main. I guess they had like a couple songs that were pretty mainstream. Um, yeah, now it's hard to to think of that statement like finding bands mm-hmm. that your friends don't know about and then 
having them become famous and everyone knows about them because all of my friends are musicians and kind yeah. of on the scene. So I'll find someone that I think is super cool and undiscovered and unheard of and every one of my friends will be like, oh, mm-hmm. yeah, that's old news. Like, we know about them. So Yeah, most of my friends, because um, I still have a lot of friends uh, back in the Midwest, mm-hmm. and so they they don't know anything about music. <laughs> and then the ones here, they they might have heard of it. Kind of one artist, Kevin Garrett. I don't know if you've heard of him. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's really good. He's not, like, super known, but he's going to— That song, Refuse, is so good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love uh, A Little Bit of You. Okay. That one's my favorite. Uh, But, yeah, he— Because he wrote the first track, uh, Pray You Catch Me, on Beyonce's Mm -hmm. Lemonade. Oh, really? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's how he's making money. Oh, that's so cool. mm Mm-hmm. That's really cool. Yeah, he told this story about— my brain is just useless music stories. No, it's, that's so, fine. Uh, he was telling the stories like he was at some like music party or whatever, mm-hmm. business party or whatever. You kind of have to go to, you know. Yeah. When you, you, you I mean, we both probably understand like yeah, just like yeah. parties we have to go to. And he's like, hey, and like I guess someone was like, hey, there's someone I want you to meet. Can you mm-hmm. come over here and meet them? He's like, yeah, okay. And so he goes over there and he walks into a room and he sees Beyonce. Uh, <laughs> and then like oh Beyonce, like he's like, hey Beyonce, and then. Like and it's like this is oh you're Kevin and he's oh, like have my heart attack gosh. because no one imagines like if they meet Beyonce if they get the honor to meet Beyonce they That's don't amazing. imagine Beyonce actually knowing, knowing their who name you are. they yeah. you assume you have to introduce yourself to Beyonce. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. Oh, I want that feeling. <laughs> <laughs> I guess like you. I guess it's really proactive of her like mm-hmm. when you're making an album like knowing who the songwriter yeah, is. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Lemonade's great. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The only problem for me, though, is that Lemonade came out, so that was a solid week of that. Mm-hmm. And then Drake dropped his new album. Yeah. And s- Views at the mm-hmm. same time, and so then that was on, so it kind of overshadowed it for this me. This is true. It's kind of like, you know, like the... Uh, views are so good, though. Views, oh, yeah, I love I love Drake. Do you believe he, uh, Drake. he has a ghostwriter? I have no idea. I think he writes his own. Yeah. That's what I believe. Because some of that stuff is so, like, personal, like, Toronto and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's hard to say because if he was working with someone closely, a ghostwriter could easily just kind of inhabit. Mm -hmm. But But someone's, like, he writes, they write, like, all of his music for him. And that's why he's able to release so much stuff so fast. I mean, that's kind of, I don't know. I don't know if I really like that. Because what if he truly is just a songwriter and Mm -hmm. he is... I mean, good for him if he's putting stuff out that fast. Mm-hmm. I highly doubt that someone's writing all of it. If someone's mm-hmm. writing some of it, I doubt it's all of it, you know. I never understand ghostwriters for music. Yeah. That make, that's always seems weird to me because I know, like, Frank Ocean, he was a ghostwriter for, like, Justin Bieber. Oh, I didn't know mm-hmm. that. Okay. And so, and then stuff like that. I just never, I don't understand. I guess I don't understand. For, yeah. like, memoirs and stuff like that, it makes sense. Yeah, Because you want that. it to feel like the the... yeah. The person who has no writing skills wrote an entire book yeah. about their own life. True. Like, fluently and very <laughs> well. But, yeah, um, but I don't believe it at yeah. all. I'm Team Drake, not Meek Mill. I'm Team Drake. Yeah, Drake's really great either way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he's so funny, too. I like, know. I, I really, I feel like I'd really like him as a person. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, he's like, it's so funny because you see him like laid back interviews and he's just mm-hmm. like his normal self. Then you see his like very like stern interviews, just like, you know, just really appreciate the fans yeah. out there. <laughs> I remember watching one interview with him. He said that like, I really appreciate the fans out there. They really help us do what we need to do. Like, you know, like a football player, Aww. like post interview, <laughs> you know, like the, after the games, like, yeah, yeah, well, you know, we should have caught more footballs. And- <laughs> That's what, great. What is it? Because <laughs> some of them like are all the same. It's like, what do you think they need to improve on? Like with baseball, mm-hmm. they're just like, well, they need to make make more home runs. And they need to make more hits. They need to get on more bases. It's like they, all they ever need to say. Like they need obviously, to, and then, yeah, I feel like they just need to you know catch more balls and stuff <laughs> like that. I mean, I'm not that I'm not that into sports too, and no, so I think it's either. it's funny to me. Like when you think about it. It's like really mm-hmm. straightforward and simple. Yeah, no. So we're gonna take a break. We're gonna listen to some. I think your song, new song. I think. I have a new song coming out. So we're going to talk about that after the break. And so don't touch that dial in the meantime. Honey smoking sweet, but baby my loud. I be thinking and drinking and passing the time. Choking and hoping for my valentine. Like I can't do no more, no more. I just keep dancing in the dark. A good distraction, new attraction to you. And I can't. All right, and we're back from that long break. So I want to talk about <laughs> you and your music for oh, this second, you. the bottom of the ninth. Or <laughs> so we just got time to talk about sports. <laughs> so you just recently moved here, right? Yes. Like we talked about earlier. Where did you, like three weeks ago? Right. And where did you move here from? So I am from northern Michigan okay. in a very small town, but I've been going to school in Boston for the past two years. Okay. Uh, Berkeley? Yes. Am I right? Okay. Yep. You got it. Cool. So I'm assuming most... This yeah. looks like every... If you hear someone, like, I went to school in Boston, you're like, oh, probably Berkeley. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. If you're in Nashville now. Yeah. I went to some, like, small music school. So. Oh, cool. A good quality school, like, bad on my resume and all that. Oh, whatever. It's, uh, it's that... If you get the skill, mm-hmm. that's all. Did you enjoy... Did you enjoy your time there? Oh, or? yeah. Totally. Mm-hmm. I loved it. I um, I got to do their study abroad program, so I lived mm-hmm. in Spain for five months, and mm-hmm. that was pretty amazing. They have a small satellite campus over there, so... Okay. Yeah. That was great. Did your school was your, was your school easy with like study abroad with like music and stuff like that? Yeah, so it actually it wasn't like a normal school study abroad program mm-hmm. where you transfer to another university. They just have a small second campus okay. in Spain, so it's all the same um, kind of curriculum and idea behind the majors. So okay. it was it was easy, yeah. Because when I when I was in school, like because our it was essentially was a small music school, they mm-hmm. only had. Theory one and three was the spring oh, semester, okay. and theory oh, that's tough. two and four was the fall. Yeah. So, like, if you studied your abroad, timing. like, you're behind a semester. Yeah. So it's like, when people are like, are you going to study abroad? I'm like, I, no, I really can't. Yeah, I I did experience some scheduling conflicts with that. Um, if I had stayed longer at Berkeley, I think I would have run mm-hmm. into them down the road, but I knew that that was going to be my second to last semester there, so I was mm-hmm. just in it for the it. yeah mm-hmm. you know along for the ride yeah um so what 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 was your primary instrument when you were at berkeley i was a vocal principal okay yeah so i got my mine's in audio production but my oh, okay. i had to go in for voice right. okay so we yeah. both know the struggle yeah definitely. did you get to do like more pop music or did you do like classical 
When you start off, they start off with um, a lot of classical, musical mm -hmm. theater, jazz, but then slowly as you progress, you get mm -hmm. to do your own thing. I was a songwriting major. Okay. So we had private vocal lessons for the first four semesters, and as you progressed, you could kind of talk more about your major with your private teacher if they were mm -hmm. okay with that. So we'd workshop a lot of songs towards the okay. end. Yeah, so it was, it was, it was nice. My school, because my school, because it's a small school, they didn't really do that. So you studied classical. Mm -hmm. And then since I was audio, mm -hmm. after like my sophomore year, after I passed like my sophomore exams and stuff like yeah. that, they're just like, yep, you are you can take lessons if you want to or not. Oh, that's nice. But if, yeah, if they would have done more pop style stuff yeah. in my school, I would have probably stuck with it a little bit. Yeah, definitely. But they didn't. But yeah, I had a great teacher there. She was great. Yeah. But, like, at the end of my lessons, it was more about, like, diction for, like, this classical music. Yeah. And so, at some point, it was, like, if that's, like, what my main problem is, like, that's what's getting hounded at me. Right. Which, like, no offense to anyone who does classical music, but, like, I'm, that's not really helping me, like, with my other stuff. Because right. I always came in with open mind, like, learn everything you can because right. it will help you some way Definitely. or another. But, yeah, I think it's cool, like, that you start with classical because there's so much basics. Right, yeah. <laughs> it was a little... It was a little frustrating at mm -hmm. first, not going to lie, but I think it was all worth it. And I met some really great teachers, too, mm -hmm. even while we were in the beginning stages. So, yeah. Yeah. So going back to your childhood, so you were always lived in Michigan? Yes. So that's like the north little river thing but above the lake or whatever? <laughs> yeah. So um, it's surrounded by the Great Lakes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So Michigan, Sufjan Stevens fan? Yeah, definitely. Okay, good. <laughs> yeah, I'm a, I love Sufjan. Yeah. I like Sufjan Stevens and Chill. Yeah, it's like definitely. where you listen to Sufjan Stevens with like a lover, and then you just both cry. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds horrible. Yeah, because like I got Bony Bear. <laughs> mm -hmm. And I got the Michigan. I have the Michigan album on vinyl. Mm -hmm. I'm so of course cool. you do. I'm so cool. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and so like every time I hear some people from Michigan, and then they're just like, or like Detroit or something like that, they're just like, have you ever heard of Sufjan? No. I was like, <laughs> like he's like probably like one of the biggest artists from your state yeah he's really really talented there are a ton of people from michigan and nashville yeah. it's so funny oh yeah i didn't um, know that was a thing so, until i moved down here mm -hmm. since yeah i yeah yeah i think yeah i've met a lot of people from michigan yeah me a lot too of people from oklahoma too oh, okay interesting i feel like I feel like at some point it's like because, like, with music, it's, like, L.A., Nashville, or New York, mm -hmm. and you just kind of migrate to the closest one. Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. I feel like that. Yeah, that makes so like, sense. So, if you want to go see your family, you can still drive to see them. Definitely. And not have to, like, get on a plane. Yeah. But, Michigan, so, did you grow up doing a lot of music? I assume you did. So, I was always kind of surrounded by music. My parents are really... Um, they, they're big music fans. Both mm -hmm. of them play an instrument just kind of recreationally. Mm -hmm. And there are a ton of great small folk and roots festivals near where I grew up. So yeah. I kind of grew up going to music festivals as a mm -hmm. kid and just kind of being around it. The town I'm from is really small but has a great music scene. So okay. just kind of grew up with it around me. Cool. So like the music, so it was Americana music scene then? Um, yeah. It's like a lot of a lot of folk and roots, Americana yeah, that okay. kind of vibe. That's cool. Yeah. Um, is it still going strong from what oh, you know? Oh, yeah. It's a, it's a really great scene up there. Mm -hmm. That's always good because you hear, like, with Kansas City, like, that scene's mm -hmm. kind of dying. Yeah. And I just think, I don't know, there's so many problems with it. I think it's, for to me, I think it's the venues. I don't yeah. think it's the artists, like, Definitely. This. I think it's more music venues. Yeah. There's definitely, 
The area I'm from is a hidden gem for music, for sure. Mm -hmm. What town is that? It's called Traverse City. Okay. Yeah. What? I feel like I know that. You might have. Um, The other one in Michigan that's really great right now is Kalamazoo. That's a Mm -hmm. bit down south. My friend Josh, he goes to school Western Michigan. Okay, yeah, sure. He's grad assistant at... Yeah, Western West Michigan. Yeah, Western Michigan. Yeah, that sounds State, right. So yeah, he. I think he likes it there. Yeah, it's a good. School. He's a trumpet player who has to teach guitar classes. <laughs> and so, like, I told him, like, I got like a couple months ago, I got a new Taylor, my baby oh, Taylor. Nice. And Aww. so I told, I sent him a picture. I'm like, look at that guy. He's like, God, that must be so much easier than the one I have to use for like teaching classes. Aww. He has to teach like a nylon on classical. Which like yeah, yeah those necks are so huge. Oh, they are. They're yeah. so. My hands just kind of cramp just thinking about it. Oh, yeah. And there are no <laughs> dots for the frets either. Drives me yeah. crazy. Yeah. Yeah. If they at least have them on, like, the top row. Oh, yeah. That I can, I'm going to be fine. Yeah. Because definitely. a lot of times, like, I'll just look at the top row. Yeah, exactly. But, That's the way I am. So, but, yeah. So you play guitar then? I do. Yes. So, primarily, uh, play house on a, on a scale of, like, <laughs> I'm trying to figure out, like, a good... Zero, but uh, oh gosh, but from a zero to a slash, how, how would you rate yourself? How would you rate yourself? Um, it's definitely my secondary instrument mm-hmm. after voice, mm-hmm. but um, I don't know, I'm really interested in guitar playing. I feel like a lot of singer songwriters, well, it started off for me this way as just kind of knowing the basics just to have something to yeah. accompany myself, but then as I started progressing in music, mm-hmm. I actually um you know, found a real interest to get better. So mm-hmm. I, I really like guitar. I'm not great, but I'm mm-hmm. I'm working on it. <laughs> I love, like, the ones, like, the, they're primarily, like, just singers, though. Right. And they just kind of know a little bit of guitar. Which is cool. Which, yeah, I don't, I don't have a problem with it, but I just think when they play, it's, I, I cringe a little bit. It's like, duh, duh, duh. Yeah. Duh. <laughs> it's like, like, they have no strumming. There is, like, a, a certain level, which is nice mm-hmm. to achieve. But, yeah, I, I really like guitar. Mm-hmm. Just, yeah. And so, with, like, when you were in high school, did you do, like, band or choir or anything? Yeah, I was a choir geek from the mm-hmm. get-go, mm-hmm. Um, of course, and musical theater, all that good stuff. Um, I was lucky enough to be really close to this arts boarding high school called Interlochen. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it was practically in my backyard. It was just, like, 45 minutes away from home. So I actually went there for my senior year and studied songwriting there. Okay. Yeah, so I it was really lucky location for me yeah you have yeah it sounds like you have a different midwest from what i have i'm in a hidden gem i really mm-hmm. especially the more the older i get and the further i travel the more i realize that i'm really lucky to have grown up right yeah age. my because my a lot of my school we had a good i had a good choir director a good band director and like they really pushed me yeah very well definitely but like the the overall atmosphere was like sports or every, yeah do you have a lot of that um well, yeah, I feel like that's kind of everywhere mm. in the Midwest, but mm. I think my my town was um, more focused on arts than other small towns, yeah. for sure, which was lucky, really, really lucky to grow up there. Because, like, I didn't do sports in high school. Cause I already, no, me neither. Because I'm like, when I was in, like, was it seventh grade? I'm like, I knew, I was like, I want to do music for the rest okay. of my life. And yeah. so, like, that's, that was just me. And so, like, I just was like, I'm not going to do sports. That's kind of what not pointless yeah. to me at the moment, you know, because I want to do music. And yeah. so people just thought, like, you don't do a sport. All you care about is music. That's yeah. so weird. No. Aw. <laughs> and, like, I our feel that. vice principal, like, you're known for what sport you do. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, like, that's, that's kind of the mm-hmm. way it is everywhere, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. I relate to that. Except it was really weird because, like, when we were in, like, jazz band, he would, like, 
this is like the vice principal. And so he was like walk in, sit in our band director's office and just like sit there with like the door open mm-hmm. and like just listen. I guess he's just like, and just then like, it. for a while, like everyone was just kind of like, what's going on? You know, it's like, <laughs> I mean, he can come in whenever he wants though, right. you know, like, and like he has to watch something. Mm-hmm. But like, you know, like we were all kind of wondering, like, is someone in trouble? And then our band director's like, Am I in trouble? <laughs> but then eventually you find out he's just like, when he's having like a stressful day, he just like comes in, just like unwinds. Aww. So like he was a little bit chill, but he didn't really, still didn't, I mean, we still That's didn't do sports. That's kind of a compliment though. But, yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel you. Well, like we had to have like our jazz band as a class. Okay. Because it wouldn't be an after school thing because kids had to do like sports after school. Gotcha. So it was, it was one of those. Yeah. So, I feel but yeah, and then music college, that all changed. And that, yeah. It's really nice. Mm-hmm. It's really refreshing when you mm-hmm. go music school but yeah music school is so great yes. and so like that and so then you moved in 2015 you moved to boston yes yes i did i went to berkeley college of music for two years and then mm. this past summer i went home to michigan and um stayed there and then i moved here mm-hmm. yeah so yeah and do doing yeah you know just move here yep so. as everyone's doing these days <laughs> no just like graduate college move here immediately exactly I didn't even graduate college, but don't tell anyone. Okay, I won't. I mean, it's a secret. <laughs> don't tell anyone. Anyone <laughs> did the Berkeley College of Dropouts thing, <laughs> as everyone does there. But I mean, you still have somewhat of a, like an alumni network, I guess. Oh yeah, totally. I'd say that's the main, the main thing about Berkeley. People go for the connections. Um, the connect- I hate to say it, mm-hmm. but <laughs> which I, I mean, I noticed that here because you have Belmont and then right. you have. And then Berkeley, and mm-hmm. then maybe some other schools yeah. in the list. But, like, the big difference is that they have alumni networks. Yeah. And so that just makes their lives a little bit easier. Oh, yeah, totally. Where my school, University of Central Missouri, mm-hmm. we didn't have and we, I mean, there's a couple of us here. Yeah. But, like, none of us actually talk. Oh, you should <laughs> or make like, that change. Well, I have one friend here. We, I was just like, hey, let's meet up and hang out sometime. Yeah. But I'm always working on other people's yeah. stuff. I feel you. And so... It, it's just like so in theory. We, so it's, it's like if we can hang out, like if we can do it, like schedule it, we'll do yeah, it. But like for sure. you know, those people are just like, let's hang out if we can. Yeah, and we're like, yeah, let's. I would actually like to hang out with you, right? But it's probably not gonna happen. It's hard to get it started once mm-hmm. you get the ball rolling. Then it's okay, especially like scheduling podcasts and just like let's schedule a date to record and then we can yeah. release the episode in like five weeks. <laughs> That's fine. That's mm-hmm. fine by me. Yeah, no, I mean so. Let's talk about your new music, because you went yes. through a new name, and you went through a new... Yes, this is so. brand new. So I was going by my name, which is Sierra Cassidy, Sierra Cassidy Music, um, since the beginning of my music career. Mm-hmm. But then um, it's been about six months I've decided, in the past six months, I really realized that I didn't want my actual name connected yeah. to uh, my artistry. So yeah, I'm going by James now. Mm-hmm. can also be found under I Am James Music. So, mm-hmm. so do you use, are you going to use that more for like an alter ego type thing or? I, I'm still kind of figuring that out right mm-hmm. now. I, um, I'm trying really hard to have a, a solid brand, if you will, mm-hmm. under the name James and just be a bit more consistent as an artist, um, mm-hmm. a bit more recognizable. So, yeah, still kind of figuring out that process, mm-hmm. how that's going to work. Oh. Yeah, but definitely I don't – I was thinking about the other day. Well, sometimes I just write music that doesn't really fit with the rest of the things that I'm doing, but I want to share it. And so I'll, I'll probably share that with, you know, friends and family mm-hmm. as me, as Sierra. Yeah. But, 
Yeah, professionally as James, I mm-hmm. guess. I know there's a lot of... Some days, yeah, I wish I would have, because I go by my name, Sam, Sam Schwegler. Mm-hmm. Perfect, perfect last name for any artistic thing. <laughs> perfect. Like the Schweg cast. No, that's perfect. <laughs> I love that. So I think if you have a bad last name, just make fun of it with for other sure. people. <laughs> Definitely. Oh, I can relate. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, I got to listen to your new song, like the 30-second, yeah. I think, preview I think I found yes. on your website. And I love it. How Thank you. I loved it. And because one of the main reasons I love it is because, like, I don't never hear that oh, stuff in you. Nashville, like, ever. Oh, yeah. <laughs> before. I was just like, man, like, you never, because a lot of times you got, like, pop rock, and, they, like, yeah. it sounds just like a rock track. Definitely. Or you get, you know, the country artists where mm-hmm. all of it's good and all, but, like, you never hear, because it was more dance. Yeah, tune. that's kind of what I'm going so, for. So, yeah, and so uh, I want to think about the idea, like, why with that music you're going for, like, mm-hmm. why did you choose Nashville? Because for some of you who think Nashville is just, like, a country rock town or whatever right. it is like it is a big pop scene here too so yeah. i do want people to know like why you chose nashville to make this type of music right so honestly i i knew i was leaving school and relocating somewhere i really wanted to go to new york just because i love the city itself but then i started talking to friends and teachers who basically just said you know new york doesn't really have much of a scene right now for music mm-hmm. um it's kind of dying. And everyone, you know, everyone told me Nashville is where it's at. You know, right now it's at the peak and real estate's still fairly reasonable. Yeah. And it's a great town to make connections. And now is the time. If you're going to go, now is the time to go. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that's um, that's why I came. Just like the one in 100 people who Yeah, exactly. I'm one of those. Yeah, because I was, I was thinking because I knew when I graduated school, I was thinking, okay, Nashville, L.A., or New York. Mm-hmm. So, like, my first thing was, like, I kind of like like the idea of New York. Right. Because it's just kind of like everyone's not from here. And yeah. it's like. I like that too. And, but, uh, like, cost of living. Yeah. And then, oh, like, the cost of living is crazy. And then, like, it's those type of apartment complexes that, like, it's not good to be a music producer or yeah. stuff like that. Definitely. And then, so, yeah, it was all that. And so that, I kind of eliminated that. Then it was between Nashville and LA. And so I think LA is still pretty pricey according from what I'm here kind of what I was stuck between too and mm-hmm. that's kind of what narrowed it down honestly and so mm-hmm. and so yeah you was but then you hear Nashville it's just like it's a very good town if you record music too so. definitely so and you and good songwriting town yeah definitely and so oh, of course and it's nice because Nashville's all just music mm-hmm. and then it has a little bit of a tv scene right and then LA's all like TV, film, and then New York's, he has music, and they have Broadway, some TV. Agreed, yeah. Those daytime talk shows. But yeah, um, and tell me, like, why you chose, like, the genre you did over anything else. So, I've been working on figuring out what my actual music genre is Mm -hmm. for a long time. Um, When I started writing, I was really kind of folk pop, like acoustic folk pop, Mm -hmm. and then... um, started really figuring out what kind of music I like to listen to, what I wanted to sound like, which is, I'd say, primarily pop, but I really like a lot of electronic dance music, um, really like R&B and hip-hop yeah. and funk and soul. So all of those kind of combined into one. And the song that I'm releasing soon, that single, I actually produced myself. It's my first time okay. producing anything. Um so yeah, mostly I I think when I started figuring out what kind of music I really wanted to make, I just knew that I wanted it to be 
always upbeat, always mm-hmm. danceable, yeah. always singable. I just, I really generally like happy music. Like I don't like yeah. listening to sad songs at mm-hmm. all. So I kind of wanted to keep that going. That's awesome. I, I write sad music, so. Really. Yeah, I mean, no, I, I, hats off to you though. I, I can't know. write sad music. I don't know why. Yeah, that's that's a that's a brilliant thing to have. No, I don't know though. Sometimes people need a good sad song, and I'm mm-hmm. I struggle with that. Was it? It was really it was really funny because I did a co-write the other day, and she was just like listening off some ideas, song ideas she had mm-hmm. she wanted to work on, and so she had one that she's like, yeah, a lot of people just didn't know on this one, and she told me the idea about it, it was a sad idea, mm-hmm. and I'm just like. Yeah, let's write that. <laughs> and it's just like, yeah, I've brought this to like five different people and none of them want to do it. And then Aww. you're the first one. I'm just like, yeah, I write sad music. Someone's got to do it. Mm-hmm. What I like to do my is like make songs you can dance to, mm-hmm. but they're just sad songs. I like that too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like sad content, but. Like uh, Robin's Dancing on My Own. Oh, yeah, that's a great song. I know. Yeah, like I, love, I love her stuff. Like a good song to cry to, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Robin's like so, I think Robin's underrated. Yeah. You I hear people talking about her, her now, especially in like the. EDM, pop, dance stuff. Yeah. Like, you definitely hear it. Like, Robin. <laughs> yeah, definitely. You know who else I really, really like, who's kind of similar to Robin, is Betty Who. She yeah. is amazing. Mm-hmm. She's absolutely brilliant. Oh, yeah. she Yeah, she's great. Yeah. And so I really like That's what style. I think. I think a good trick. And, of course, you know, like we were talking about earlier, pop music mm-hmm. is on the rise. So it, we're definitely. in a renaissance right now, I think. Oh, definitely. Kids these days are so lucky. Back when I was a kid, we listened to emo, <laughs> pop punk music. Yeah, oh, all the pop punk. Green Day, Blink-182. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's like, yeah, but, like, that's your childhood. Yeah, definitely. But you can still listen to it, too, and you're just like, Oh, I love this it. This is the best stuff. Yeah, definitely. This stuff is better. <laughs> mm-hmm. Bowling for Soup, you name mm-hmm. it. Yep, I love that stuff. Well, yeah, what's happened to Bowling for Soup? That's what... I have no idea. Mm-hmm. Whatever happened to Bowling for Soup? Like, if you know, give us a, give us a shout-out on Twitter, Lishwegcast. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, will like, I give you a shout-out? No, out? The, someone finds out where Bowling for Soup is. Oh, yeah, true. So I, the last I heard, someone... they did the Phineas and Ferb theme song. Oh, really? Yeah, that's, that's hilarious. That's, that's the last thing I know Search they did. party for Bowling for Soup. Searching for Bowling for Soup. That's, Honestly. That's like a good indie film. That's like, true. Like That'd that. be a great documentary name. Mm-hmm. It's like... Yeah, I remember when I was a kid and I was listening to Bowling for Soup and they had this song called, you know, 1985. Oh, my gosh. And, you know, that was just, like, on the air. Like, and then just they have, disappeared. Like, like, you know, it was, like, a VH1 behind mm-hmm. the music. It was, like, yeah, and they just they just vanished. Somewhere in a storeroom, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was, like, the last we saw Bowling for Soup <laughs> is so. Uh, but, yeah, um, let's see what how much time we have. Okay, so I do like to ask everyone this. Let's yeah. see if you have an answer. Do you have any good drinking stories? Oh, my gosh. Of course. Okay, so I always <laughs> like to get everyone's drinking stories to make me feel better about myself. Oh, my So you got to gotta give us some of those. Okay, well, this is going to take this is gonna take some brainstorming. Um, hmm. I made the mistake once right when I got to college, um, went to a party, was trying to look cool um, in front of a bunch of older people who were mm-hmm. giving me Long Island iced tea out of mm-hmm. a bottle. It was already, like, it was, like, oh, pre-mixed. One of those. Yeah, it was, like, pre-mixed Captain Morgan brand Long Island iced tea. Mm-hmm. And it was warm. It was at this house show. The best, the best yeah, kind. Like, a dirty, like, very fun, though, house show. Mm-hmm. And I was with all my friends. I was, like, two weeks into freshman year. And this stuff tasted like liquid sugar. So, of course, I'm just throwing yeah. it back, trying to look very cool. And as you can imagine, that didn't end 
beautifully, you know, in my dorm room. That's great. Yeah. It's like a, yeah, that is like a freshman year. Oh, yeah. Thing. Rookie mistake. Rookie mistake. So I had this, I had this period for a while before you're 21 when you start college. I'm like, I'm not going to drink till I'm 21. Oh. I didn't, I didn't, I was super good kid in high school. I didn't have And then that. when I turned 20, I started drinking. So, yeah. So, you, you know, go. you just gotta, so like Rubble I tell people, like, I didn't start drinking until I was in high school, until I was uh, 20. There you go. So people think. That's fine. Hardcore kid right here. Yeah, really. And you got the t-shirt to prove it. I know. I, I got a I'm dare wearing, t-shirt. I'm wearing my dare shirt right now. <laughs> and so that's how you For party. Sure. This is my party T-shirt. I think I, I went I to love that. Yeah. went to a bar with some friends earlier. So no, I feel you. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I gotta wear that. And so yeah, the one time I was at Broadway drinking with some friends who were in town, mm-hmm. we uh, yeah, I was wearing this dare shirt. And when I go on Broadway, I don't like people. I don't want to run into anyone I know. Yeah, I feel that. That's so you know, I'm like. One time my parents were in town and they just wanted to walk around. I'm just like, we're getting back to the car. I'm just like, thank God I didn't run into you when I know. <laughs> Ruined my street cred. I feel you. Mm-hmm. But then they're as much in trouble. But if they're a country artist, it's like. Oh, that's true. <laughs> they're working. It's like. That's yeah. true. Makes more sense for them. But yeah, it's, yeah, that's my, yeah, that's my struggle. The yeah. Long Island Ice Teas, I learned they make me really creative. And they're also liquid forget the night. Yeah, that's. This is true, one hundred percent. It was like, yeah. So, yeah, my the night before my graduation was, we just went to like a eat, get dinner with some friends, mm-hmm. you know, like a last get together. Yeah. And then they're just like, you know, I'm gonna go to this other bar, get just one Long Island. Oh god. And that turned into three, and yeah. then I forgot. Then you're done. And then like it was like a friend was a bartender, and I went there. I went to another bar, like for a karaoke night one more time before I moved here, and they're just like, I was just like, oh, you work here now? I was like. She's like, literally last time you were here, you asked me that. I'm like, oh no. I was like, wait a minute, was this the night? The long the night before graduation, night. and she was like, yeah. I was like, That's I was why. here that night. <laughs> I was just like, I was here that night. That's hilarious. So, piece it all together. But nothing beats and after a really drunk night waking up, you're waking up in your own bed. Yes. You're just like, oh thank God I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> thank God I made it home. Oh no. But anyways, I think we're out of time for this episode. All right. So thank you for stopping by thank you for having We're like, me no problem well, you're welcome back anytime and i hope you, so you enjoyed moving to nashville yes and so yes, where can we check out all your stuff at okay here's the spiel so <laughs> um my website is i am james on facebook it's i am james instagram i underscore am underscore james <laughs> underscore music um yeah, and look for me on Spotify in the next couple weeks. Mm-hmm. Yep, you got to check that stuff out. Yes. Like, indeed. it has my approval. Thank you. The, Appreciate the that. The Sam Nash, like, <laughs> like, actual music coming out of Nashville that's, like, actually creative. Oh, thank so, you so much. <laughs> what I love, because I love hearing just, like, new sounds, thank new, you. new sounding stuff. So thank you for coming on. Thank you for having me. So it's no problem. Thank you all for listening to this episode. Check out more, wafflebuttmedia.com. <laughs> And like always, remember to stay awesome.
casting.